Welcome to I Am Goddess Collective Podcast, a platform for women to rise up together in sacred sisterhood. We are here to awaken, empower, and support you in claiming your yes as you step into your truth and divine power as a goddess. We are the healers, the shamans, the wise women, the unicorns, the fairies, and the mermaids who have come together to offer ourselves as messengers for the rise of the feminine. I am your host, Nixie Marie, goddess activist, shamanic artist, and oracle guide. I invite you to take a deep breath, inhaling white, sparkly, pixie-loving light, and exhaling anything that no longer serves you as we sit in sacred council together. Welcome to my tender baby. Well, hello, beautiful sisters. Welcome to another episode of I Am Goddess Collective Podcast. I'm sitting with a beautiful, magical unicorn goddesspreneur here in front of me and really excited to share with you her today. Her name is Colleen Curtis, and she is a wellness and health coach. And she's here to share with us how she got to where she is today and really what, it's, what it looks like for her in creating a, a healthy lifestyle, mind, body, and spirit. So welcome, Colleen. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. So we'll begin today with a little blessing to just connect us all and really let go of anything from the day that hasn't really served us. It's going to allow us to open up our channels and call on spirit to guide us through this beautiful interview. So if you feel called and you are not driving, go ahead and close your eyes and take a deep inhale through the nose and exhaling through the mouth. And as you inhale, breathe in beautiful white sparkly light and exhale anything cloudy or mucky that doesn't serve you anymore, like a, a dark, smoky cloud. Inhaling that white, sparkly light and exhaling the cloudy, smoky yuckiness that doesn't serve us. <laughs> As we sit in sacred council together and allow for the divine to come through and awaken each other through sisterhood, love, and guidance. We just call upon all of our angels, our ascended masters, our higher self, and spirit guide team to support us in this transmutation and transmission of love. And just taking a moment to sit in that yummy light, that ball of light that surrounds you, knowing that you're loved knowing that you are protected and knowing you are so worthy of all the things in your, in your life that you desire. So just visualizing us all connected as one, allowing yourself to be present in this moment and listen to this beautiful episode with myself, 
you and Colleen. And when you feel called, open your eyes and let's get started. <laughs> I love it. I love sharing the love. Yeah. So Colleen, please tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, what your mission is here on this planet. Okay. So a little about me. My story's pretty crazy. So I like to condense it down, obviously, so I don't talk your ear off. But uh, I'm originally from Boston, Mass. I now live in Lake Tahoe, California. So I think it's important for me to kind of share that because the way I was raised and the life I lived back then before I moved out here was polar opposite of what I'm about now. I pretty much was raised in the world where you go to school, you go to work, even if you hate your job because you're a good employee, you get this amazing resume and you climb the corporate ladder. And so that's kind of where I started. So when I turned 24, I'm 31 now, but when I turned 24, I felt like I was being shoved into this little box by society and I packed up my things, moved out to Lake Tahoe. And at that time I had a job in the corporate world, corporate world still. And it was really eye-opening to come to a beautiful place and realize that I don't have to go into a job that was kind of killing me every single day. I lost that job in a very unfair, that's a whole different story, but after <laughs> that job, that was my moment where I realized that I never wanted to give someone else the ability to control my life and my job, my income, my schedule. And that was kind of the moment I decided to become an entrepreneur and I started to think of the life changes I needed to make. I was stressed. I had stomach ulcers. I was a very negative person back then. And so I said, okay, who do I know that is successful in changing their life? And health was something I really needed to focus on. So I thought of someone on social media that I looked up to, and her name's Elizabeth. I went to high school with her. And she, too, is a part of the Beachbody community. So I signed up to basically get fit originally. I wanted to feel happy and healthy, and I never in a million years would think, you know, four years later that I'd be talking about mindset and living a vibrant life, um, you know, experiencing new things. I always lived inside that little tiny box for a long time. So I started with just honestly a workout at home because I was scared to go to the gym. I started focusing on like, alternatives. I didn't want to be on this crazy diet, but there's always a healthier way. So I started actually cher cherishing my body and healing my stomach ulcers. I, be, you know, being an entrepreneur is tough. You know that you have to do some personal growth. I never read before this journey. <laughs> I knew that that's what successful people did. So I picked up a few books and I felt like the author was poking me right in the forehead, talking mm -hmm. to me like my mom or dad would. And personal development for me was everything. So the podcasts, the seminars, um, you know, just doing stuff like this, to be honest, connecting with other people, I started to see life in color. So I feel like, you know, we don't know it all, but I feel like I went from A to Z, rock bottom, to such a beautiful life now. And now I'm passionate about helping other people do the same. So it's a little about me. <laughs> oh, wow. That's such a beautiful story of how you got to where you are today. And, you know, I, Colleen actually reached out to me, I believe, via Facebook and asked me how I got on my journey of personal growth and 
we really have very similar stories, of course. I find every one that I interview on this podcast, it's always like, oh my gosh, I could so relate to that. And it is that rise of the feminine, really that rise of us remembering that we don't, we don't have to do this the way that we've kind of been told for so long. So it was, it's always really refreshing to sit with a fellow sister who's been through the same things and has discovered herself through personal growth. And, and we both went to a Brendan Burchard event at some point. Who knows? Maybe we were at the same one. I don't know. <laughs> I just went last um, month. Oh my gosh. Amazing. He's an incredible being. If any of you guys out there have a chance to go to Brendan Burchard event, go. It'll change your life. Seriously. So many of his tips I use every single day. And he's one of the mentors that has actually really impacted my life on such a big level. So, so beautiful to have you here. And so what, what kind of books did you get started with? So when I first started, I was more focused on my business. I wasn't even thinking that it was going to be a me journey at first. So Darren Hardy in the entrepreneur world is well known. So I started with the compound effect which wasn't very, I read that too. (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't very wowing for me because I'm like, okay, I get it. If I eat, you know, 10 Big Macs, I'm going to, you know, gain weight or I get that. So Mm -hmm. the big book that probably made the biggest impact early on for me is Thinking for a Change by John C. Maxwell. Mm -hmm. So as dry as John C. Maxwell can be, it really spoke to my heart in the moment. And then the, the big book that came out back in 2014, I think, was You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. Mm-hmm. So that book for me, she's my style. She's a little rough around the edges. I like a little vulgarity in there. So I yeah. loved reading that book. And that was the book. I'm a graphic designer too, or used to be. I, I play around with it still. But her big yellow book that said You Are a Badass on it just spoke to me. And that has kind of, that's what started this journey of, taking control, believing that the universe has everything. I never really used to think about that kind of stuff. So that's where I started. Yeah, those two books are, I haven't read actually either one of them, but I have heard that You Are a Badass is an epic book and it's on my list of reads. But um, there's so many out there. It's like, where to begin? (laughs) I could give a million recommendations. I'm sure that there's Gabby Bernstein fans out there. Oh, yeah. She to me is kind of like the next level. And now, you know, then I met Brendan's team and I, you know, as my video you saw yesterday, I invested in working with their mentors. So I'm meshing all of that together. So excited. Yeah, that's what I feel like we're doing is like alchemizing different aspects of what we envision to create in our businesses, because there's actually such a beautiful Thing that's happening and that I'm seeing in this industry of us really taking personal growth, but also putting it into spirituality and how we can embody all of that rather than having an either or conversation around it. Yeah. For me, I, I was raised, uh, I went to Catholic schools. We weren't necessarily religious, but I just was so turned off by how it was presented. And so the word spiritual used to be very icky to me. So once I became that student and became more open-minded and then realized it's a beautiful thing, it came into my life at the perfect time. Well, this is a perfect segue into my next question for you. What do you best define yourself in, if any, religion or, you know, how did you find yourself on a spiritual path? Was it through your personal growth and, and what kind of rituals do you take on in your life now? Let me first say that being out here in Lake Tahoe and being surrounded by beautiful scenery and nature... I totally understand why hippies have trees now, and I totally understand. Um, 
why people are just so happy out here. It's just, there's something about being in the mountains. I live at 7,000 elevations. So when I'm outside, I just, I truly mean when I look outside now, I see things in color. Before it was just like, whatever, outside things are pretty. Um, so I think when I'm out in nature, my experience to me is I'm always setting intentions. I'm a huge visionary. I can see where I'm gonna be out in two to five years. Um, I do meditate, but it's not the standard type of meditation. I actually lay on my floor, I put headphones on, I listen to music, and I just, I mean, maybe some people do this, but it's, I don't do like the hardcore meditation for me. Um, I really struggled with that in the beginning, you know, just letting the thoughts come and go through. So I was fighting that because I would think about, oh no, I have to go do this. I can't be laying here and just thinking. So um, for me, it's actually, I lay in right here in a little yoga mat. <laughs> I have my essential oils on. For me, it's the smells that distract me oh, and yeah. allow me to stay there. Um, and I need music definitely when I meditate. Um, that's, I have a morning routine for me. I wake up, I try not to get on my cell phone and start working. I love my work. So, um, I will, I stopped drinking coffee, which was kind of sad, but now I just, oh my gosh, I just stopped too again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, with my women's health and stuff, I don't know why it was just messing with me. So me too. I was having like weird heart palpitations and yeah. anxiety was popping up. I'm like, I think that I'm just done with this now. Tea time. <laughs> So um, we actually just opened up an amazing, I do a lot of acupuncture, Chinese medicine. Um, I, I got mono last year. So that was like life changing for me as far as health and wellness, because there's nothing you can do for mono. Hmm. And my husband was in chemo for cancer. Like life was crazy wow. for us last year. And so I had to find the strength in me and like dig deep into my body and Chinese medicine for me has been really life changing. So acupuncture. Um, meditation, um, obviously my health and fitness. I love my workout, my 30 minutes. It's scheduled into my day four to five days a week. And I've got more into yoga now because I'm a hardcore high performing athlete, but I need to love in my body too. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. So what do you do if you're not doing yoga since you're a high performance athlete? Yeah, so I fell in love with Beach Body Products a long time ago, back in the day when Turbo Jam was on an infomercial. So some people might know that, but it's this like high energy kind of dance cheerleading kickboxing routine. And it was just something you can have so much fun with at home and not be embarrassed to be at a class. So when my friend had introduced Beachbody to me back in 2013 again, I had heard of P90X, I had heard of Insanity, but I didn't want to do those programs. And I was really struggling with the motivation. So I picked Focus T25, which is a 25-minute workout, and I just thrive on the cardio, the pushing my body, and I think it's because I love to build up the strength of the mind, and I attach the mind to the, you know, the physical aspect of it. Plus, I've always been an athlete, big college volleyball, and I was a gymnast back in the day. So let's I, wow, and I played volleyball. We have a lot of synchronicities. Of <laughs> I'm like, am I talking to myself right now? <laughs> so wild. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yoga for me, so working from home is rad, but I had to force myself to get out of the house. So I did, although, you know, there is beach body yoga, I said, this is the one thing I'm going to treat myself to. So we have a new yoga studio and I'm enjoying it. I'm more flexible than I thought. Um, I actually get pretty emotional when I get on the mat, but I love it. So beautiful. Yeah. So what I heard you say was that you literally dabble in all things, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Oh, so, so cool. I mean, 
what what can you share with our audience as far as health and wellness and your mission and how you serve it all up on a platter to your to your students or your clients and and who works with you so the first thing that i make sure everyone knows is i think the way that our society has been the things that we've learned about fitness and health is that you either go to the gym or you do something at home and you know you try to eat healthy and i think that I call it the total solution. So you can't just have a workout. You can't just have, you know, this crazy diet. And the thing that's usually missing is the support. So for me, I really try to provide an experience opportunity where people come together in online groups and I will help them pick out a fitness program that is usually four to eight weeks. And then I help them focus on a meal plan that isn't a diet. It's more portion and balance. So most people are like, I have no idea what to eat. So I provide some food lists for them and it never feels like a diet. Like I can still have a breakfast sandwich if I want, but I make it the healthy way. Um, I don't have to always eat a salad. So there's a million options for everyone. And I love that aspect of it because I don't have to, they'll stay with the plan longer because it's not, they don't feel like they're sacrificing all this food. So right. I, I try to make sure that they have a healthy idea and relationship with what this meal plan will be like so that they're not dreading it. Because once you dread it and then it becomes a stressor, they're not going to want to do it. Um, and then the other part is the support, my experience. So it's funny because my sister's a doctor and a personal trainer and bless her heart, I love her. But when she only gets to work with a client two days a week and then they go home and then they're eating whatever and then you're not with them, the online aspect, as you know, and I know that that experience in the community, that I think is what I really was attracted to in the beginning. I was like, wait, I get to hang out with all these ba these babes online and <laughs> we're getting healthy and sexy and confident and feel good. And uh, that was a big change for me. So I make sure that we have that total solution working for them. There's a little something for everyone, whether it's dance, kickboxing, MMA, um, yoga, and I just make it work for them. And then the other part is I make sure that they don't let the excuse of time be a thing because they're not going to get more time in their life. You can't create more time. This is about fitting it into your crazy life. Everyone's busy and it's about making those tiny little tweaks in their schedules and their habits. And that's how you create everlasting health, in my, in my opinion. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love how you literally alchemize everything and put it into one. I look like I can visualize this giant pot and you just kind of mix it around and figure out which potion blend works for your clients. And I think that's the most important part now in our society is that everybody is different. Every woman, every man, we all have different needs. So to have a restriction, I don't even really believe in diets. I think it's like intuitive eating. I really believe strongly in is I don't even label myself. I don't eat meat or I don't do this or I'm a vegetarian. I feel like those labels just add more separation in our world. So what I'm committed to in this world is just creating like permission. So I feel like eating meat today. I give myself permission to do so, you know, and not have these kind of like built up shame or guilt around our choices. Totally. I mean, for me, I, I struggled. My stomach ulcers were so bad that I wasn't able to nourish myself with a salad and veggies because my stomach would just freak out. And so when I started the journey, I was like, okay, there's so many products and shakes and crap out there. And a lot of people don't believe in the shakes, but I also love going to the health 
health food store. I'll spend so much money on stuff. Don't get me started. <laughs> and so I kind of just did some research, research and that's why I fell in love with the shake that I drink because it's all superfoods, all natural. And it's like everything I would buy at the store on the shelf was in one place in one. and it helped me so much. So not only is it about like what I'm going to eat for the day, it's about, Hey, I want to make sure that I kind of have all my nutrition, superfoods, all that. So I geeked out. I totally geeked out on Shakeology when I first found it. Oh, so I was going to ask you what uh, shake system you're on. <laughs> yeah, There's quite so, a few out there, but. There are a lot. And ours is definitely one of the more higher uh, priced ones because of all the superfoods in it. It's, you know, sourced from all over the world. Um, we work with the local farmers all over the world. And we have vegan formulas, which for me, I actually, it's not that I don't want to eat dairy. My skin just doesn't like dairy. So I yeah. find what works for me. Um, and I'm, I'm the same as you. I'm not paleo or vegan or whatever. I just know what my stomach and my body wants. And, mm. you know, although I could eat 10 plantains, I'm not going to eat 10 plantains. <laughs> so I try to at least, you know, do everything in moderation. Yeah, absolutely. Everything in balance, right? <laughs> yes, harmony. I, everyone always wants to find the balance, and I challenge them to say, let's have harmony with our balance. <laughs> Ooh, I love that. That's beautiful. Uh, what can you share with the audience, us and myself and anyone listening, some tips that you coach your students on in your programs? I know you've got a few, so. Yeah, so the first thing that I usually – make sure that they are focused on is a little personal growth. So most clients that come to me, they're like, oh, you know, like I want to tone up my butt for the summer. And then I'm like, okay, step one, we're going to make some habit changes. You know, tell me a little bit about, about your life. Are you happy? Are you thriving? Are you stressed? And so I feel like I don't just go for the fitness or the health or the shake. I really kind of make sure that they self-evaluate, like what's holding you back, what's resisting you the best gift I could give someone is the independence that they can figure it out or the independence that life is good and grand. So I really make sure that I give them the advice of diving into personal development. It's a big part of my groups. I post morning mojo every morning. They have access to my beautiful minds group. So I really teach them like the basics of what I learned in the beginning. Then I tell them as far as your, your food go, that food shopping is everything. <laughs> um, if I go down the aisle with the Oreos, I'm probably going to buy the Oreos. And so I have <laughs> some funny little habits about things like that. Um, I go with my husband and my bless his heart. He's this skinny little six foot two bean pole and he can eat whatever. So yeah, he can eat the whole thing of Oreos, but I'll feel like crap after. So I communicate, I tell them to communicate with their spouses and just be like, Hey, like, I'm trying to embellish a happy, healthy lifestyle. I need your support. Like you can have your Oreos, keep them away from me if you want them. Um, so grocery shopping, communicating with your spouse, setting a schedule. I tell them to all go by themselves, a cute sports bra, shorts, something that's going to motivate them yeah. um, into engaged in my group. And again, these are for my personal clients, but um, the lighting is really bothering me. So it's just, <laughs> I don't know. It keeps messing the lights like bright on you. Yeah. Well, the sun is changing outside. Oh. Um, but yeah, so it's mindset, a food shopping aspect, setting a schedule, getting them excited. Um, and as much as some people don't like social media, I tell them that if you show up on social media with my groups, you're going to see other people who are a busy mom like you, or maybe someone who just had a you know, tragic thing happen in their life. Like we're all connected. Mm -hmm. And I try to have that human connection in our group so that they, 
I know for me, when I see someone else doing their workout or eating healthy, I'm like, okay, I should probably do that too. Absolutely. Yeah. I I think that's the most powerful thing about stepping up into leadership is that when we start to do things, we inspire others to do the same thing too. Perhaps somebody wants to become a fitness coach and you know, they're going to tune on and listen to this and be inspired by you. And that's really, I think for me coming from my experience, why I chose to step into this position in life is just because I've always been a risk taker. I've always been daring and I've been my background in life. I used to race motocross and I just did crazy wild things. So I'm an extremist, but I also had a spiritual awakening. So it like grounded me, but it allowed for me to come into this place of what am I going to serve and how are we, how am I going to inspire? And I'm so inspired by even just like everyone that I, that comes on the show or my fellow mentors. When someone posts a video, I go, oh, that's right. Let me post one too, you know? It's a good so, reminder. It's a beautiful sisterhood that I think, and just community. I love that you invite community so much into your work because that's what's been missing in society for so long. And although it's on social media, I still feel so connected to my communities on, on Facebook or on Instagram. Like it's like they're right there, uh-huh. you know? So. And music festivals for me, I mean, for back in the day, definitely lots of partying going on, but you know, like as I've matured and I'm older now, it's definitely more of an experience. And so those experiences at festivals for me, when you said the word spiritual awakening, it's, it's such a beautiful experience there. And then I used to come home and then go to this terrible job and this terrible life. And so I said, I just want to have that. Oh, like these people are happy all the time. And so I kind of started to pull pieces and create that life for myself based on those experiences too. Yeah. What festivals do you go to? So I used to be an LIB lover, like, you know, five, six, seven years ago, I went to that one all the time. Um, and then now we started to go to smaller ones. We went to Shambhala for our honeymoon. Um, oh, awesome. Ago. That was amazing. Um, and then this year we're going to three new ones. So my husband's clothing company is being, um, he sponsored a few artists for the UNTS festival, UNTZ. Um, and then Enchanted Forest we're going to this year and then the Symbiosis Gathering because it's my birthday. Oh my gosh, that one's going to be amazing. Any of you who have the opportunity to go to festivals out there, again, another encouragement to do so. It is is really life-changing to see that other cultures can coexist. And I think the most important thing is what you said is how, how do we integrate that into our worlds, right? Not just like, I'm going to a festival and it's separate from us. It's like, no, you know, how can this be our world? Because it's so beautiful to create. I mean, they're out of this world and life-changing a lot. You know, I've been to Burning Man twice now and a lot of other festivals, but festivals for me is what really changed my life. So in some way it all just compiles into a big pot of like change and personal growth. But (laughs) once you go down that rabbit hole, you go pretty deep sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Well, well, what, um, what do you do on your free time? That's that's such a hard question because (laughs) I love my work so much that it's funny. Like my free time, sometimes I'll be designing a graphic or, you know, a video for my group. But, um, as you can see my little sequin over here, I've recently got into being extremely self-expressive with just the hair and makeup. I love photography. Mm -hmm. Um, I use my GoPro a lot for my business. So I'm always out and about adventuring, which is hard to do in the winter, but thank God that's over. Um, so I paddleboard a ton in the summer. I love road tripping. We're buying an RV. 
love to travel. I travel probably about 20 trips a year with between either business or personal. So I'm a little wanderluster for sure. <laughs> yeah. What's your sign? I'm curious. I'm a Leo. Okay. I felt the fire. I'm a Sagittarius. So the fire, of course. Um, my boyfriend's a Leo. I love Leos. So loyal and beautiful and just so driven. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm all into astrology. I love it. I'm more getting, that's kind of like the hobbies. I was attracted to what you do. I've, I've considered a podcast myself. I'm just looking for a new hobby because my whole life can't be my work. I need something oh, yeah. for myself too. So I've been, you know, kind of on a mission for that myself. Yeah, I do. I paint on my outside of this time, but I, I mean, I sell my paintings too. So it's, it's definitely something that I'll never give up. I used to be a costume designer. I'm not really doing that as much anymore. I do for Burning Man every now and then like custom orders, but I don't know this, this path has just opened up and it's, it's exciting to be able to, I, I just love being behind the, the computer it, and creating. It's like this world that we're creating. I, I visualize it as like this, uh, this video game in a sense of, creating these lifestyles like the sims do you remember the sims did you ever yeah. play that <laughs> i was obsessed with that computer game and yeah. i i feel like that's what we're doing we're like building our own lives and it's beautiful and inspiring so do you have a off the top of your head do you have a, a favorite inspirational quote everything you want is on the other side of fear that was Ooh. what set me off. I mean, there's a million I could stop and think about, but right off the top of my head, that was as a newbie, everything, because I, I pictured this line. And so, you know, if there's this podcast you want to create, or there's this festival you want to create, or this business, there's this line and it's just right over there waiting for you. And so that was that thriving on risk and challenge that I love. Yeah. I, I just got chills as you were saying that. So <laughs> what, what else does fear mean to you? You know, for you, I can feel that you just conquer fear like head on, but you know, as a, as a business owner, we face some really interesting obstacles and challenges that I don't think people really get until you step into that position. So I guess my question is what kind of challenges or obstacles or anything that you have overcome and how did you do so? So in, I actually speak to a lot of the Beachbody teams on the topic of mastering your mindset and going from coach to CEO often. And I start everything off by saying that CEOs handle everything different. So, and I, I insert my personal story, not to say, look what I've conquered, but most people in their head, it's, it was, it's the worst thing that could happen to them. Losing my corporate job, having my husband have two cancer diagnoses, having to move when he did treatments, getting mono in the middle of that. And I, and I have a health and fitness business and so the way I overcome it, and it's funny, fear to me, I'm not scared of things. I'm scared of things not happening. And by that, I mean, okay, if I don't put in the work and if I don't focus and if I don't take these tools that I've used from successful people, I'm not going to get to where I go. So I'm kind of the opposite. I fear the pain of not having what I want. Um, for me, it's this crossroad. When this challenge falls in my lap, you only have one option, and it's to stand up and fight back. So I picture my life being like a UFC fighting ring. The lights are on. People paid all this money to show up and come. And it's me and it's life and I'm fighting life. And if life throws me a jab, I wouldn't just lay there. I have to stand back up. You have to pull your boots up. And um, I immediately grab my personal development. I will grab something that is injecting positivity and inspiration into my veins. So when people have this fear, rather than 
like sitting down and being scared and just saying like, oh, I'm depressed, I'm scared, or all the things that people kind of allow to overcome them. I say just stand up tall and ask myself, what can I do in this moment to help myself feel stronger? And I think we tend to turn away from the fear. So that's kind of, I mean, losing my job, the cancer, the mono, like those are my craziest life challenges um, in the last three years. So yeah, well, that was beautifully stated. And what, 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 as far as like in your business though, have you, you know, would you hire other coaches to support you or how do you create, um, a, a, a level of consistency in your business? I think I have great self-discipline. So I do have to say that, like, that's something I've always had. So when a struggle arises, I'm okay with, okay, I know what I need to do. And I know that's something I try to teach. Um, but I do a lot of one-on-one -on -one calls with the, with the girl that signed me up as a coach because she's done it all. She has the exact business and life that I am working towards. And so I always, I'm open to advice and extremely coachable. Um, but to be honest, kind of back to my personal development, like when I have this challenge, my tool is I'm my tool. At least that's how I see it. Like I have to figure it out. I'm solution oriented. I guess that's what Leo's are. <laughs> we have that fire in us. Um, but I will just go figure out what someone else has done. I either ask questions. Um, I love YouTube for motivational, but I think that success all comes from personal growth. It's confidence is believing that I'll figure it out and I just keep going and I always figure it out. There's been instances in my business where I've lost some of my best coaches. I had these coaches that are, were making awesome money and I was helping them and their life changed. And then all of a sudden it was just too much for them. They didn't want to do it anymore. And so that's heartbreaking to me because it's like I give and then that's taken away. So in those moments, you kind of freak out. Like, am I made for this? Am I leading? Am I loving? Mm -hmm. So you just have to be really in check with your confidence that it's going to be all good. <laughs> so beautiful. I love your humble approach to what you do and how I can, you, anybody who watches you can tell that you're super self-disciplined and that you are definitely a go-getter and it makes so much sense that you are a Leo because that <laughs> fire is so powerful and so passionate and that probably what supports you in so much of your endeavors and what you're here to do. It's really magical. I see, cause I see the world in, in kind of different categories of life where each of us have this message that we play in this role that we play in, in the world, right? We have our own unique fingerprints, but I see us all in these like different ethereal ways where astrology sort of linked us all together in some way. And um, so I don't really know where I was going with that, but I just felt called to share about that moment. <laughs> But um, how, how do you use what or actually what's coming through right now is what, what's your inspiration tool right now? Like, where do you go to in this, this week or today or yesterday? Or um, So I have a couple coaches on my team and we are all about like the universe has our back. Love Gabby Bernstein stuff. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people have heard of the secret before. So, you know, it's pretty like standard to me. Like I understand law of attraction, um, but I love auditory things because it just, like I said, pumps my brain and veins, veins with like exciting stuff. So I've been listening to the power on audiobook, and I'll warn you, it's pretty corny and theatrical, but it kind of, it's what fills my cup. So this week in the morning when I'm listening um, to my personal development, that's what I put on. I drink my tea. 
Um, I'll be setting up my hammock as soon as it gets a little nicer and I sit outside, but um, the power is what I've been listening to this week. So. The power. Beautiful. What kind of tea do you drink in the morning? I am hooked on the sweet tangerine, positive sweet tangerine yogi tea. Um, I, I have so many other ones in my cabinet that I don't even know what they're called. There's so many <laughs> fancy cool ones, but I always go back to this yogi sweet tangerine positive tea. It's so good. <laughs> so cute. I love that. What else can you share with our audience as far as like starting your business, getting started and, and leaping over? You've talked a lot about overcoming fear, but for some, someone out there who's just like, I don't even know where to begin. Yeah. So I think you also asked me like how I overcome, you know, the fear and the challenges. I set the expectation that this wasn't going to happen overnight. When I originally started my journey, I set the expectation first that I had to be patient, but always be disciplined and make sure that, you know, there's a difference between being patient and just like, oh, it will happen. Mm. You know, like Brendan says, those butterflies that just, oh yeah, it'll happen. Um, you know, you do have to be self-disciplined. You do have to have habits. Set the expectation that, okay, in two years, here's what I, I want to accomplish. I write it out and I hold myself to that. When I started, um, my husband and I, we got engaged two months later, and I put my wedding on hold for my business because I had this vision of, okay, in two years, I wanted to have a six-figure business. And so I put it on paper, I broke it down into six months, then three months, then one month, um, but I really set that expectation in the beginning that you have to become a student. I know nothing about being an entrepreneur. Um, I think about opening an actual store or a business, like a true brick and mortar business and how much work, sweat and tears, risk, yeah. money go into that. And so I set the expectation that I was kind of doing the same thing. So I couldn't mess around. Mm. The thing with the online business is it's kind of like, oh, well, if it doesn't work out, like it's all good. I made sure that I told myself like, become a student, watch other successful people because someone else has already done what I've been trying to do. Right. So I just have to live up to the expectations that they had for themselves. Powerful. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm hearing is, is just get started. Exactly. You're going to yeah. learn, you're going to fall on your face. Um, and the cool thing with what I do is I've already do, I've already done all the falling on my face. And so now I teach people, okay, do this, don't do that. Um, so that way they get to success a lot faster than it took me. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what your energy is so powerful yet colorful and, you actually highlighted how you see the world in color now. So I wanted to just say, I used to wear like all black. I was kind of a very, like, I, I call it my bad bitch phase of my life where, you know, early 20s, figuring out who I am, drinking a lot. I live in LA, so I was in the Hollywood scene. And then I started painting in color and I was like blown away at what my mind was, was creating. So how, how did you shift that? Like for people who, perhaps don't understand color or bring color into their lives? Like, how did you bring that into your life? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, and some of you might not like this answer, but gratitude. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's moments where if you're sitting in traffic, you've got to be thankful for the leather seats you're sitting on or the car that has four wheels on it there for me. And that, that's a lot of training your brain. So for me, um, I just saw it as I had this job and I hated my boss and I was driving to work in the mountains in Lake Tahoe and I was stressed and, you know, all the negative energy when in reality I could have been so thankful that I had a job, was driving to work and I had this beautiful place to look at 
And then when I come home, you know, there's always a way to be thankful. Um, and Tony Robbins always says, start everything you do with being grateful, no matter what it is, the most stressful thing, the scariest thing. Um, you know, before I hopped on here, I was like, this is just amazing. I'm so grateful for it. And the universe will give you back exactly what it is you truly want. Oh, yes, absolutely. I do gratitude every morning. It's changed my life. I think I can, I'm trying to remember who her name is Sarah, I believe. Can't remember. Her. She wrote a, a book on gratitude and she's pretty well known. Can't remember her name, but she uh, was on Oprah and I saw that and I was like, you know what? My life is nowhere near where I want it to be. So I'm just going to start here. And it works. You know, I think that a lot of people just want to bypass it in a way, but it's for real stuff because it's a mindset shift. You know, it's not coming from a place of victim. It's coming from a place of, I've got this. I am super in appreciation for everything that I have in front of me, you know, whether it looks like it's not abundance, but it is because if you've got food on your plate and you can drink water and you've got a shower and a roof over your head and a car to say the least, you know, we've, there's a lot of abundance in your life. So it's just opening your, yourself up to see it all, you know? And I think that's how gratitude works its magic is you start to see those things. Absolutely. And for me back in the day, I was so shut off. And so there was this wall around me because I was the bad bitch too. I have a tattoo across my back that says she flies with her own wings in Latin. I didn't put it in English. Because <laughs> know it like that's how close off I was I was like screw the world I've got this that Leo mentality but mm -hmm. human connection I needed other people so if there's anyone out there and you're like I still don't know where to start this is all mumble jumble look to someone that you're inspired by and just start doing what they're doing you know if mm -hmm. they're posting something positive or they're you know what, whatever activities they're a part of just if you want to become it you have to do it and that's what happens over time Oh yeah, absolutely. The, I, I say to myself, like, I feel like I may, well, we're like computers in a sense are, are the way our minds work. And when I started seeing what I am intending to be in the world, I started realizing, well, what separates me from that person? There's nothing, you know, they just decided to take action on it. So mm -hmm. I think that's so powerful that you put that into the space because it's really not what you do, but how you be about it too. It's like just sit in the beingness of the doingness and actually activate your willpower to really get started around it. And to just, you never, I mean, you never know either. I never thought I'd be sitting here behind a, a computer screen talking to amazing women who are doing awesome, epic, uh, freaking awesome things in this world. So it just gets started. I think yeah. that's the, I think that's the, the theme really of this, this show today. <laughs> as you go. That's the only way I did it. Yeah. Uh, well, do you have anything else you want to put into this space on this beautiful interview? <laughs> The only other thing that I want to say is just make sure that you try to find some type of support system. You really, you know, I, I just remember being in a dark place and shutting the world out and I started to let other people into my life and I stopped judging them because we're humans. We judge, right? Especially when we're in a dark place, but find some group, someone that's going to help you through these life changes. If you're someone that's wanting next level, even, even if you've got it all together, there's always a next level, find a support system because there's something that will just keep you going. Like there'll be no questions asked that you're like, Oh, I got this. Mm -hmm. So get out there, open up your heart and just make some new friends. <laughs> that's what I have to do. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, actually, I want to speak into this too. What's coming up is you are a very fiery 
bubbly personality. So for women who maybe struggle to get out there and don't have that type of personality where they're much more isolated or in, you know, they go in to, to rejuvenate like an introvert or some, some nature, what are some tips that you can offer them to just get out there and make those connections if they're like socially awkward? Oh, this is so funny that you're asking me this. So one of my most successful coaches, her name is Candice Rogers. You can find her on social media. She was the introverted of introvert. And you guys probably think I'm extroverted, but after this, I like go sit on the couch and, you know, recharge. I do too. <laughs> so Candice, my coach, taught me so much about introverts because she was the extreme of introvert in all situations. She would get on the video to talk and no voice would come out. You know, she was so shy and scared. And so back to becoming a student, she found a book called The Introvert's Advantage. If you feel that way, study this book, read this book. And it has been so mind-blowing to watch her. I, when she posts a live video now, I'm like, who is this? Wow. It's like a completely different person. And um, then my little tough love side, I always tell, tell people that being an introvert isn't a disease. Being shy, we're not a little four-year-old anymore hanging onto our mom's leg. You can learn that high-performing habit of opening up to at least say hello and putting out there to the world what you want. Claim it, own it. That's one thing I don't think introverts do is that, you know, it's okay to be self-expressive. You can still be introverted. Mm -hmm. You have to find your groove and your confidence in that. So read that book, Introverts Advantage. Oh, I love that. I feel I'm going to read that too. I mean, I, I'm the same way. I think my whole life I've really actually been an extrovert but really an introvert, like deep down inside because yeah. I'm Sagittarius. I'm social. I'm like the most like sign of the Zodiac, but that doesn't mean I love my sanctuary. I love coming home. I love turning on my candles and just being in my energy. And it's the only thing in this world that makes me feel like I'm safe and I can just like dispense all the energy I picked up on or anything, you know, because what we do, let's be real. It takes a lot of energy. It's not a lot of like, time or anything. Yeah. It's, it's just energy expelling, you know, out into this universe. Cause we're operating, I believe on a higher frequency of channeling of inviting in information, divine wisdom, or whatever it is that we're speaking of. So that's something else I always say is like self-care when you step into the role of leadership. And I want to actually ask you, how do you, uh, tips, tips on self-care for, for the yeah. ladies out there. <laughs> And that's something that I've recently just added to my Beautiful Minds workshop that I'll make sure I'll tell you guys about too later. But um, so self-care for me, I love, I geek out on skincare. Like if my face feels good and my skin feels good, I am one happy chica. Um, I do love makeup, but you know, people always say, how do you get your makeup to look so good? I'm like skincare. So yeah. um, I fall in love with Eminence Organics. I love exfoliating and dry brushing. Um, and people are just like, well, this is so basic, but there's something about when my skin feels good that I'm excited. Um, I strongly believe in Chinese medicine for, you know, if there's an ailment or an illness or a feeling that you know is off, go see a Chinese medicine doctor, acupuncturist. Mm. Everything is from pretty much the gut out nowadays, especially. So um, I do focus on probiotics. Mm. You know, like I love my shakes and my health and fitness, but that's only going to do so much for me. Um, I, I focus a lot on the things that I put on my skin as well, because that taxes our liver. So um, especially being a woman and hormones, if you have hormonal problems, you have to focus on your liver health. Um, self-care, what else? I need my me time. So my husband knows, like, don't bring your friends over if it's the me time. Um, I have to sleep. I have an awesome bed. I have amazing sheets. 
Uh, sleep mm -hmm. is a big thing for me. Essential oils. I'm trying to think what else. I feel like skincare is the first thing I think of. I love exfoliating and dry brushing. It's probably like my number one tip. <laughs> I get to do that. I don't, ex I don't really exfoliate. I just, I have what I call the goddess treatment. And so when I get out of the ba uh, bath or shower or whatever I'm doing, like the goddess treatment for me is when I enter my space of cleanliness, like when I need to go in and shave or take a bath, a ritual bath or whatever. But it always, I always end up with that end like skin care at the end of it. When I come out of the shower, I have, um, I've actually worked with CBD oils, which was something my friend made. And she puts this like, it's seriously magic. It smells like Fruit Loops, which what you would think not like you yeah. want on your body, but it's amazing. And it's all CBD oil. And it really, it's just like my skin transformed crazy, you know, after I started using this. So I think that's a big, um, a big shift in my world is to just honor myself as a goddess, as a queen or whoever, however I wish to be treated, I get to treat myself first. And the thing about self-care is I always say that you have like this imaginary confidence account and every day we're adding to it or subtracting. And if you go take an awesome shower and shave your legs and put your awesome lotions on and do something for yourself, like you're adding to your confidence account. You have that swag. You feel good about yourself. Mm. You're like, yeah, girl. But if you're like, you know, I haven't like washed my hair in 10 days. I kind of feel crappy. I haven't, you know, my skin is just breaking out. Like we kind of feel bummed out. And so that self care is adding to that confidence account. Absolutely. <laughs> so if you're listening to this and you haven't showered in a couple days, I invite you to go rinse yourself and really get deep in there. I'm a, I shower like two or three times a day. I'm like, yes, okay, the water, it's great, but I need the water on me. It's my way to really cleanse my energy and auric field and all the things. So take care of yourself, goddesses. We're so worth it. So worth it. Yeah. Well, this has been so beautiful. I feel like We've gotten a lot of the juiciness out of you at this time. So let's hear about what you're up to, what kind of programs you have, what your coaching program looks like, and how everybody can find you. I know they're just going to fall in love and want to see more of you. Sure. So I am on Facebook. I suggest adding me on my Facebook like page, the actual business page, because my personal page is maxed out. So I, I share amazing content as well on my, it's just Colleen Curtis. My last name is spelled C-U-R-T-I-C-E. Usually people want to put I-S, um, but my Facebook like <laughs> my Facebook like page as well as Instagram, it's Colleen Curtis Fitness. Same on there. Um, I share lots of beautiful photos from my adventures. And I also, um, once you go to my Instagram, you'll see once a day I share inspiration. So I have this tile format on my Instagram where I share my heart and my thought for the day. So you can find me over there. Um, and then ColleenCurtisFitness.com is my website. If you guys want to learn about my story, what I do, how it works, I share my heart on there. And then as far as what I offer, so I usually suggest that people start with my Beautiful Minds workshop. I don't expect people to buy things from me if they don't know me and they don't really know my story. I'm not even here to sell anyone anything. It's about that experience. So if you want to go through my Beautiful Minds workshop, it's all, it's all over my websites and my social media. In my cover photos, the link to access, it's completely free for you. I basically share my five life philosophies on how I've learned to live a more vibrant life all my health and wellness, self-care, mindset, all of that's in there. And then if you really kind of want to work with me more one-on-one, -on -one, 
in my support groups that I was talking about in that community, I host fitness challenges. So May 8th is My Beautiful May. Um, every single day I have the Morning Mojo post. I give tips and tricks, motivation, recipes. So this is more of the fitness, health, wellness, physical aspect results. Um, and you can learn more about Shakeology with me. I drink it once a day. And you can, you know, I always make sure to qualify people for the right programs. So, you know, I'm not just going to tell you to do this one just because. I'm going to ask you lots of questions about how you feel, what you want to accomplish, and then we work together and we do all that. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for gracing us with your presence today. It has been so much fun talking about all the things. I want to put you on the spot really quick, though, and see if you've got a favorite song that you'd like to have us play at the end of this. Oh, so it's tattooed on my leg. So, of course, okay, I'm going to Perfect. That one. perfect. Um, it's by M83, and it's We Own the Sky. Okay, awesome. So Yay. I always love tuning into music is such a powerful tool to really get to know the inside of somebody's soul. And so whenever that comes, I have interviews, I always like to give the DJ seat up to whoever's on the show. So thank you so much again. And goddesses, I love you. I hear you. I see you and have a very beautiful day. Enjoy this sound by Colleen. <laughs> Bye guys. Keep up.